Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. What's up, Jen Merlin? Monica, how are you today? You know what? I'm freezing ass cold today. It's oh, so ridiculous. You're getting old. I know. If you happen to be watching this on YouTube, you can see I've got my stud on my coat on. My office is just cold. I don't know what the people around here think, but they've got it set on ice cold freezing, and I'm just miserable. That's your skin, it. Your skin's getting thin. Yeah. So I'm counting on you to like get me fired up here today so I can forget about how cold I am. Okay. We'll see. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Real Estate Fight Club. We love having you here. We love that you subscribe and share and join us and comment. And we just love you guys so much. And today, Jen and I are going to duke it out over this question. When should you do a final walkthrough? And what is your responsibility during the final walkthrough? So when should you do it? And what's your responsibility during the final walkthrough? Jen, I think probably <laughs> you ask 20 agents this question and you've got 20 different answers, I bet. Yeah, I think like the when is pretty consistent. So most people think like you should do it like kind of before closing. Um, not most people don't think you should be doing it all on the way and they don't think it should be like too far in advance. Right. Right. But I do think like per like personally, it, I think it depends on the repairs too. Cause I think like, let's say there's a lot of repairs that needed to be done. I think you should do it once they say the repairs are complete and then just do a real quick one, right? Like before closing. What do you think? Ah, interesting. So if a week before they say, here are all the receipts, all the work's done. You say, all right, we want to go inspect the work. Right. And then maybe on the way or the night before, you're just running through to make sure the thing's still standing. That Pretty much, yeah. Because I think like if you are asking, if your client's asking for like a lot of things, you don't want to wait until the last minute to find out that that show wasn't done. Yeah, it's a good point. In fact, this happened yesterday. We couldn't get the thing scheduled until the hour before the closing. We oh, were meeting no. on the way to the closing. Why? And there, well, a schedules, buyer schedules kind of situation wasn't okay. wasn't our issue. It was theirs. But there was one thing completely not complete, not done. And it was pretty significant. Yeah. Like there was a little sunlight from the outside coming <laughs> to the inside. From the station? Yes. No, uh, through the, um, no, through the like okay. regular, like a corner of the house or something. Yeah. My, minor detail. <laughs> anyway, we ended up, you know, the, he, it was a flip. So the guy like had his contract to go over why we were enclosing. Yeah. But that's like super unusual that that could yeah. happen. Right. Because normally yeah. it takes schedules and then everybody's in a damn panic and they're like, well, why don't we exchange, do some money instead? And then it's like, what is it worth? And then the buyers are freaking out. Why isn't it done properly? Did others yeah. not get done properly? It's just like all this drama for no reason. Yeah, no, agreed. And I, you know, I think I've done that a couple times, what you suggested, um, if it was pretty significant, but I don't know why I don't do that all the time. I think that's a really 
the good point. I mean, actually. if they're minor repair, and this is why I don't really like to have the sellers like, let's just do money. Cause it's like yeah. so much. Cause then it's like, well, if it's not to their satisfaction, blah, blah, blah. I mean, who's to say, you know, right. I don't know. Right. Just give them some money and be done with it. Yeah, that's a source of trouble always is to the satisfaction of the buyers or to the satisfaction of the sellers or or what. But right. yeah, I usually do the walkthrough the day before or the night before. Um, and what are you looking for of the walkthrough? So let's talk about that, because I think we probably agree on on the when you should do it. But uh, what am I looking for? Well, at that time, we're, I'm usually carrying the inspection addendum lists. We're going through and making sure the repairs are done to the satisfaction of the buyer. And um, just looking for any obvious mishaps that have happened since last time we were in. I think, um, too, like if it's a lot of stuff, you can have the inspector. Some of them will do a reinspection of yeah. those specific items to make sure that they were done. But it does like cost money. I, w- I mean, sometimes we have to do that depending on what it is. Yeah, I, I agree. Certainly if it's like structure or anything super important like that, you want to have that done. But I mean, um, if the buyer, if the seller just gives money or whatever, then we're just basically looking that nothing else is like, like the cabinets are there, the toilets are there, the flooring is still there. Yeah, the like, appliances that they said they're leaving, they've left. Cause oh. Sharon, oh, Sharon and I had to pay for a refrigerator in the last year. For what? Um, we, well, this Need is to go back and listen to our episode on... Unrelated, but we missed it on, we missed it on a contract. (laughs) Listen, you know, 20, 18 years in the business, like it happens. Guess what we did? We bought the refrigerator. Like we made it right, right away. No questions asked. That's on us. Right. Okay. So I saw the reason this came up is what's your responsibility during the walkthrough is I saw TikTok uh, by Liz Brown. Hey, Liz. Um, hey, Liz. I don't know, Liz. I just saw a TikTok. I'm pretty sure that was Where her. She? Like, Do you know? No, I don't know. But I think we should try to track her down for this episode. Let's Liz. Let's go. Liz. So um, she was walking around. She's like, final walkthrough. I'm flushing every toilet. I'm turning on every sink. I'm, you know, she was like Liz. doing all the functions. Liz. I don't know. I think it's kind of a good idea. Why? It doesn't hurt. Liz, me, me and you got to fight about this. Look, here's what I think. Like Liz sounds like a very conscientious real estate well, agent, does. but yeah. I also think it like opens up. I mean, unless there's a reason to be doing all that. What do you mean? It opens up a can of worms. Aren't you trying to make sure this house is in? I'm yeah, assuming that's what you were going to say. Can't no, worry. I'm not. That is not my, that's the inspector. But if there's something obvious and you're walking through and you don't want them to buy this house, if something I agree with happened, you. I agree. But like, I don't know, they the buyers can do that. But the inspector's already done like all that stuff. Oh, Where three we- weeks ago, four weeks ago. Girl, listen, I'm with Liz. I'm with the TikToker. All right, Liz, I, I, Liz and Monica. Liz. <laughs> those things are easy to do just to make sure the obvious things are still working. Obviously, it's not my responsibility to inspect the, you know, any foundation. Yeah, where, like, where does it end, right? So you're doing it all ends the right water. there. Huh? It ends right there. I don't Flush know. toilets and turning I, on sinks. I'm no. <laughs> I know you are. I just don't. That's, I don't know. I'd be interested to see what other people think. I'm yeah. sure they do it, cut, or they think like, oh, that's a great idea. But I think like most realtors are always like looking for like something else to do. Like, look at me, like, look how important I am. I'm really helping you. Look, 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 look. Like, you know, I'm negotiating a contract while I'm coming out of surgery. Like it doesn't, 
I, I don't know. I think they're, we need to stop. I think this is different uh, than that. I, I'm, I agree with you on that. We, we understand you and I are on the same page as far as ages being ridiculous with their time, but this is different. This is, um, look, your, your buyer is about to buy a $350,000 house. Okay. And you're just trying to make sure within your control, everything is buttoned up. And so is, is the sink, you know, is the faucet. I don't think that's part of like your responsibilities as an agent. I don't think it's expected. I don't really, you're not like a plumber. Like who's to say, okay, so the sink's working fine, right? The toilet flushes, you're on a septic system, you flushed it and you didn't, everything seemed to be fine, but you don't really know. And maybe no. backed up into the, maybe the septic's not fine. Like you don't really know. No. And, and I'm not saying that is my responsibility. All I'm saying is if you turn the faucet on, the water squirts out the freaking side of it. Like, okay, good to know before you buy the house. I guess I just, okay, we're fighting. <laughs> yes, we are fighting. I just, I'm Isn't that the point? <laughs> I guess it is the point. I'm going to. Uh, semi-respectively disrespectively disagree with you i think it's dumb stop it it's dumb you have to be respectful because we're gonna try to get liz brown on the podcast and you don't want to have to face her and tell her you liz (laughs) liz i'm with you girl and guess what good news liz most people are with me on this team liz team monica (laughs) now in full disclosure do i walk around turning on every faucet and toilet every time no but i think it's a good idea now that I'm seeing Liz do it. Disagree. Hard pass. <laughs> Should we take a break? Uh, please. All right. Let's take a break. Hear a word from our partners. And when we return, we'll have to see what happens. Good luck. <laughs> I want to tell you about Vulcan 7. Now, I know. I know you don't want a cold call, but I actually use Vulcan 7 for circle prospecting, too. It's a great way to find sellers for your buyers and buyers for your sellers. And Monica's the one that showed me Vulcan 7 anyway, (laughs) and I love it. So I'm really excited that they've agreed to partner with us on our podcast. So if you want to do more deals, then you need Vulcan 7. Go to Vulcan7.com slash Jennifer Mertland for a $49 two-week trial of the system. And I guarantee you will never look back. I have always had a coach and sometimes even two or three at the same time. But a couple of months ago, I was feeling stuck. Like I felt unmotivated or burnt out or something. It just wasn't right. And I knew that I needed to find a coach. So I started my search. I went all over the internet. I went to all the Facebook groups. I asked all my friends who they used. And I finally found John Kitchens. And since working with him, I have gotten my mojo back. He holds me accountable. He keeps me focused. He drives results. And I am excited to announce that he's stepped up and partnered with us on this podcast. So if you're looking to get your mojo back, head over to coachkitchens.com, click on book a call and use code fight club to get a free business assessment. Welcome back. Let's get to the back to the battle inside the ring. Jen and I are going head to head on this one. Jen seems to think that it's not her responsibility to see what I don't like to say, like, it's not my responsibility. It's not my job. I just think like there has to be a beginning and an end to your participation in the process. Like what, what were you hired to do? I do not think that, I think that turning on all that crap is part of the inspector's job. Mm -hmm. And I just don't, I, I would just rather stay in my lane. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it's like, 
I don't know. It just feels out of my lane. Mm -hmm. So let's say you, you don't do that. The buyer goes to the closing, buys the house, comes back and uses the toilet and something horrible happens. They're going to be calling you anyway, correct? Yeah, probably. And be like, um, I don't know what's going on. This just happened. Can you call the Well, it depends. I mean, some buyers are different. Like others will just like call a plumber because I'm not a plumber. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I mean, I'll just be like, oh shit, what happened? That's so oh, weird. Here Home ownership sucks. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't. Yeah, like you're about to own a house. If you have a concern, have the inspector come with you or a contractor come mm -hmm. with you and reinspect the house before the final walkthrough to make sure you get it. And that, like, I don't know if that's your concern. So let's look at the real question. The real question is what is the purpose of the final walkthrough? Good. So, what I is think that? the purpose is to make sure that it, that like the cabinets aren't gone, the the water heater's there, like the flooring is there. It's like to make sure that you are receiving it in the condition that you saw it in. Okay. And so let's see, we keep talking about plumbing, but like plumbing, electric, any yeah, of that. Yeah, so like you are you going around checking all the, well, you're flicking on all the lights, right? Yeah, because you're walking in the rooms and making sure. Yeah, but you're not checking all the receptacle. I'm just like, or the, right. whatever they're called, the plugs. Like, yeah, right. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, yeah, sorry. I'm just not, I doubt I'll get on board, but I'm listening. <laughs> I'm listening as well. And I don't, you know, I understand what you're saying. I do. If you have, here's the thing. There are certain buyers out there that probably shouldn't be buying a house. Okay. <laughs> Am I right? That's a show for another Am day. Am I right? Am I right? I'm just saying, like, you're just like, are you sure you want to buy a house? Oh, really? like for those yeah. people, I absolutely would not touch anything that was an inspector's job because those are the people that are like going to blame you if the toilet doesn't work and you're not mm -hmm. the freaking plumber or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. So mm -hmm. it's like, look, you are seem very nervous about buying a house and a house is a big responsibility. Let's make sure that you are comfortable and let's get everything checked so that mm -hmm. you are comfortable with mm -hmm. purchasing this home because when you buy this home, you will own it. And when you own it, you are responsible for the repairs. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I'm not, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely think that's another show is if you're scraping dollars together, should you be buying a house? Yeah. You know, like, I don't know if it's about money. This even take the money out of it. There are certain people that like if they're if they call you because something's wrong with the toilet, I would be like, OK. Like, <laughs> what do you want me to do? Like, I'll well, they, to, but they might be saying, look, clearly this problem existed uh, before we bought the house. Okay. Also can't do anything really about that. Like, if well, we saying, believe the sellers knew about it. Okay. Here's an attorney. Like, here's some attorneys. Right. right. Unfortunately, that's the answer. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, you had an inspection you confirmed, you paid the inspector, you couldn't, you agreed with the inspection, you made the request that you wanted. Like, you know, this is part of taking, you own a house, you have a house. This mm -hmm. is part of it. So if I hear you correctly, you're saying, look, it's a risk. You know what? And you try to sellers. mitigate the risk. Me and buyers, we don't really get along. I know. This is why <laughs> we shouldn't. We should have Alan on for this question. I mean, oh my God, Alan is worse. <laughs> 
Is he? No, Alan's my business partner. He's supposed yeah. to be the nice one, but. Yeah, but no. All right, guys. I think that's going to have to be the end of today's battle. I'm curious how you guys come down on this. What do you do? What's your practice process when you go to a walkthrough? What are you showing up with? What? How do you walk around the house? What do you think the intent is? Like, would love, love, love to hear from you guys on that. Reach out to us either on our Facebook podcast page or guess where we are now. Uh oh. Instagram. Insta. All for the gram, baby. Insta. Anyway, you want to reach out to us. If you know Jen, just send her a message. If you know me, send me a message. Like, we just love hearing from you guys on this subject. And if you enjoyed this particular episode, please share it and subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe. Also, if I really enjoy when you fight with us. So if you could, please throw some yeah. shit our way, that would be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now I'm going to try to track down Liz. So stay Get tuned. Get her. Um, we do have a, um, we do have a guest for this episode though. So awesome. stay tuned and listen for that. And then if you have questions and are thinking about potentially moving over to EXP, give us a call 513-400-1691. Bye, Monica. See you next time. All right. I am here with our tiebreaker, Stephanie Mason. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Jen. How are you? Good. Are you ready to be our tiebreaker? I think so. We'll see. I'll have to see what if I had to edit it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you always do. <laughs> so Stephanie serves Cincinnati and Dayton with Keller Williams. All right, Stephanie, when should you do a final walkthrough? Well, that depends. Okay. You're Switzerland. So, You're Monica. Okay. No, no, that is not true. So <laughs> if we have closing scheduled in the afternoon, I will do it the day of in the morning. Okay. If we have closing scheduled in the morning, then I'll usually do it the night before. So have you had a case happen where there's been like a problem? Yes. Okay. Can you tell us yeah. a story? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I was representing the buyer and we go in for our final walkthrough, which was supposed to be scheduled the following morning. So we went that evening. And when we walk in, the seller had removed the TV bracket from over the fireplace and tried to repair the drywall himself. And it was hideous. So, you know, when, when we walk in and I see that look on the buyer's face, oh, no. you know, I'm like, you know what, we can, we can hit the pause button and get this fixed before we, you know, go in for the, you know, I mean, paperwork. technically, according to the contract, isn't that included the TV bracket? Yes, it is. And now the speaker brackets are now included as of this latest contract. In Cincinnati. Correct. Okay. So what did you... That was like a deal breaker for them. It was because, well, at the time they weren't sure if they were going to put anything up over the mantle and that, I mean, the, the drywall, I mean, it was a huge, huge space that was just <laughs> jacked up. I mean, it looked horrible and, you know, with them not really having a clear vision of what they were going to do in that space, they, they were just like, I, I just don't even know what to do with this because they didn't want to have to pay, you know, $350,000 for a home and then go in and do drywall repair. Right. Right. Or spend another 150 or $200 on a bracket or whatever they cost. Right. right. They so they were okay with the bracket not being there because the owner claimed that it was very specific. The bracket was specific to his particular TV 
Um, so my it doesn't my even virus, make sense. It doesn't. My <laughs> buyer was like, whatever, as long as they get it fixed. So we actually ended up pushing um, the closing back. I mean, it was still same day, but we just pushed it back to the afternoon to give him time to to get that situation fixed. So they fixed it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. I mean, do you think there's ever a case where you need to do it further out? Like, like further away from closing? Yeah. No. No, you're just like right no. up against closing, but even you're not exactly right up against it. Cause there are some people that do it like on the way to closing, or do you think that's too close? I think that can be because I've been in those situations where someone didn't do a minor issue and my buyer was kind of like, Oh, I don't know. But I mean, it was, I'm like, it was caulking in your, in right. your kitchen. Like it's something that's easily done, but right. I mean, I think if it's like something major, I mean, most agents I feel like will send you over the invoices once all that requested work has been completed. Right. Um, and and I think as long as we have those, I feel pretty good about waiting until the day of or the, the morning or the evening before. Mm -hmm. But if it's, you know, if, if I haven't gotten anything or any updates or invoices, then like, I'm going to be really concerned walking in. Yeah. Like where are they moved? Like what's happening? Oh my right. gosh. Yeah. That's good. I mean, I see your point for sure. If um, people do have a referral for you in Cincinnati or Dayton, what is the best way to get a hold of you? It would be my cell phone at 513-410-2023. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for being our tiebreaker. Thanks for the invite. Appreciate it. Have fun. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.